This is Marriage to the Max, episode number 22. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Marriage to the Max. I'm your host, Brett Hurst. And I'm his wife, Kelly Hurst. And we are both marriage educators, co-founders of Home Encouragement, and this podcast is designed to help you take your marriage to the next level. As always, we're trying to encourage you in your marriage relationship, and we believe healthy marriage should be a front-burner conversation. Well, today's episode is affectionately called Date Night at the Hospital. (laughs) (laughs) So I could barely spit that out. Um, We have just, you know, we record these episodes a few weeks out. So at the time of this recording, we are still on the tail end of a little bit of a a health adventure that we have gone together as a married couple and as a family. Why don't you tell us the story? Okay. Well, about a week ago, actually it was a week ago last night, Mm -hmm. um, you were getting sick and we, you and I were both supposed to meet with several other couples to talk about some marriage stuff happening in Houston. A real exciting conversation. But you couldn't make it because you went down right before we were supposed to mm-hmm. go. Sore throat, all that. Exactly. So uh, anyway, came home, went to sleep. And at 4.30 in the morning, I got up and had some tremendous back pain, which I remembered from 15 years ago when I had gotten a... Um, kidney stone on a mission trip while I was in Austin Mm -hmm. on that particular occasion. And you just never forget that uh, kind of pain. Mm -hmm. And I knew it wasn't going to go away, and I knew what we were dealing with. And even though you were sick in bed, I was just not able to drive myself to the hospital. So you took me to the ER. And thus began a long journey. Well, first of all, I was very appreciative. (laughs) I felt horrible asking you. To uh, to take me in, but you know, didn't have any other choice. Yeah. I was I was unable to to drive myself in. Right. So so anyway, we got to the ER and uh, they diagnosed uh, the situation with a CAT scan and you know or CT scan and confirmed that this is what we were dealing with. And mm-hmm. what do you want to say about that particular morning when, when it kicked off? Well, I'm embarrassed to say that that was not one of my uh, stellar marriage moments sitting in the ER. I wasn't feeling good, but that was really not an excuse. What had happened was we had just been talking like a few days before that, or I had been talking about how I was worried that you weren't managing your stress level very well. Oh, come on. And which, you know, it's an ongoing conversation. And so we visit it here and there. And so when you were in all that pain, I, we were sitting in the ER (laughs) said to you, I don't even think it's a kidney stone. I think you're just like experiencing stress pain. Spoken spoken like someone who's never had a kidney stone. 
And it was such a low moment because like within about 10 minutes, the guy came in and go, yep, there's a kidney stone. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. I wasn't making it up. (laughs) No, and that was the thing. And we've talked about this. Maybe we need to do a whole podcast episode on stress. But that's the thing is I never think that you're not in pain when something happens. It's legitimate pain. But I also think maybe there's some stress-inducing, you know, thing Mm -hmm. that's causing this. And so that was not a, a high high moment for well, me in marriage. To defend you, there's no doubt that stress, and we will do an episode about that sometime, but mm-hmm. there's no doubt that stress can cause just about every health condition yeah, concern sure. out there. So that's, that's a valid... Um, yeah, but that probably wasn't the moment to say that, and I was completely dead wrong anyway. So Well, all I cared about was getting some kind of relief. So they... Loaded me up with drugs. You took me back home uh, later that morning. Mm -hmm. And for the next three days, we just kind of got on a regiment of, you know, me managing pain and hoping the thing would pass. Mm -hmm. Well, it didn't. And the pain just got worse. And the bouts became more and more frequent. And so um, our kids were still home. They hadn't gone back to school yet. And so I didn't want to I kept wanting to tough the thing out, you know, mm-hmm, and just, mm-hmm. and hopefully I thought it might be passing. But by Sunday, Sunday morning, morning yeah. yeah, exactly, in the middle of the night after three hours of just the worst pain and even worse than what I'd experienced up to that point, I just said, I, I give up. I can't, can't do this anymore. And I said, well, you just at least drop me off <laughs> at the hospital. <laughs> Because <laughs> it was four thirty-five in the morning again. In, in the uh, Hearst parking space, reserved parking space for the Hearst. That's right. Got my little coupon <laughs> punched. We're back. So anyway, they... And then they admitted you that day and... Then I had a uh, procedure the next day to, to get it removed. And right. as we speak on this, the, the day of this recording, we're wrapping up recovery. Yeah, this is your first day back at work, so that's right. Exactly, and I'm trying to convince you to take it easy today. So, yeah. So anyway, we're always looking for interesting fodder for conversation <laughs> for our. So the point of this is not talking about kidney stones. No, the point of it. Well, what it's funny because when you do a weekly podcast, you it's amazing how you are looking for topics everywhere in your daily life, mm-hmm. and so you and I were trying to figure out we got to record on Thursday. What are we going to talk about? And you were like, Well, we you know, let's just do the hospital thing. And I'm like, how's that going to help anyone? But we did actually talk about some things we kind of learned in that little process. Well, actually, all through the last week, particularly through the bouts of pain, you know, I just, this all became very real again, Mm -hmm. you know, which is you watched me go through the worst pain I've ever experienced in my life. You had done that many times before, but this was the worst up -hmm. to this point, Mm -hmm. you know. And it just reminded me of, I mean, there may be some people listening to this and go, what's the big deal? It's just a kidney stone. Those of you who have had a kidney stone are saying, I'm right there with you, brother. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, But I feel like the episode has been a, a snapshot of what some couples deal with all the time all who the have, time. you know, are dealing with some real life. I mean, mine was life-threatening, but it was... Yeah. Uh, you know, ongoing mm-hmm. uh, chronic conditions, mm-hmm. you know, and. And there's some things to learn about being a patient and a caregiver. You know, ours was just a little, you know, not to minimize the pain, but compared to someone who's maybe dealing with a terminal illness or something like that, um, you know, it was just a week long ordeal, but um, yep. we thought it might be helpful to 
say what we've learned. Yeah, and, and I guess what hit me several times during the bouts of pain was it, it's a hard thing for both spouses. Mm-hmm. It's obviously hard for the one who's going through the pain. Mm-hmm. It's also hard. It was hard on me to watch you watch me, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, and uh, have you care for me in that way. I guess it sounds like I'm babbling here, but uh, I, I guess I just didn't want to put that much of a burden on you. But then on the other hand, that's what marriage is about, mm-hmm. you know, and you totally stepped up to the plate and have taken great care of me. You know, even last night we had some more post-op complications and so forth, and you've, you've just been very tolerant and patient with me. Well, I must be growing as a person because <laughs> even people, I mean, we must have said through the years how many times I'm not Clara Barton because even when you were in the hospital and I was getting texts and emails from people, that was a common theme from people. Well, I know you're not really Clara Barton, so I'm really praying <laughs> oh, no. for you to, you know. <laughs> so you <laughs> so ever... I was like, man, we must have said that a number of times. Well, I'm here to say you are Clara Barton Aww. because you've been, you've been fantastic and have just really taking care of every single need that I had. Well, you're very sweet. What what have you what did you learn as from the patient's perspective all, along the way? Well, for the umpteenth time I I learned that I am not in control of my life at all. Hmm. Uh, we also had a big special event in the city of Houston that I was on the team for and and you had spent a lot of hours helping to promote that and get that off the ground and we had to miss it yeah completely I, just were, you were in the hospital could right not go and it was totally out of my control so yeah. uh, and then also just I guess the thing I learned most was and still is rest mm-hmm. you know rest is a very important thing to be able to maintain the health level that you want to be able to do the things that we're called to do is spouses and parents and all that kind of thing. Right. And I, I, I think both of those things, one, that you can't control your situation uh-huh. uh, and that you're, you're not Superman, Superwoman. You've, you've got to take a little time out for yourself. Those are hard lessons when you're going, going, going. And this has been a busy month. It's, it's January. You know, we hit the ground running mm-hmm. at the first of the year. And, you know, there's just nothing like being flat on your back to make you realize – you know, okay, I, I, I can't go at this pace, number one. and Sometimes God says, yeah, you're taking a break. Exactly, whether yeah. you plan on it or not. So, so those are some, you know, even though you don't like being in pain and going through surgery and all that, sometimes there's a blessing in disguise in there that you can at least just kind of have a little time to think and, you know, rest. Yeah, I had a lot of time to think, think about how much pain I was in. So. <laughs> and you're listening to Marriage to the Max.
Welcome back to Marriage to the Max. Uh, By the way, if you live in the greater Houston area, we want you to know that we host a monthly date night called Dinner and a Marriage. We've been doing this for several years. We'd love to have you join us, be part of that. Visit our website at homeencouragement.org, and you can find out more details. So we're continuing our conversation about our date night at the hospital. Uh, Before the uh, break, we were sharing about some of the things that we have learned, both as a caregiver and as a care receiver and so forth. Mm -hmm. So what kind of caregiver tips? Well, these were just kind of things I picked up on during the week. You know, one is that as a caregiver, sometimes you have to be okay with a little helplessness. You, as a caregiver, you want so much to take the pain away and Mm -hmm. to be there for every single need to meet it and everything. But, um, you know, there were times when, you know, when the pain medicine was not kicking in and you were literally, I mean, just writhing in pain on the floor. Suffering. And and there was not, I I kept thinking, you know, is there a position you can get into to relieve some of the pain or Mm -hmm. there was nothing I could do. And that there's, that's a weird, moment where you know you just cannot do anything to soothe Mm -hmm. this person that's in so much pain. And so some of that you just have to kind of go, okay, I'm just going to sit here and be still until it passes, you know, and until there is something that I can do. Right. You know, and... And you were great on that, you know, because I mean, you were saying, well, can I rub your back? Can I get a hot or a cold? And there was just nothing. Yeah. None of that stuff was going to help. Not until the intense pain really passed and then maybe I could do something at that point. So here I am, I can barely (laughs) breathe, you know, (laughs) let alone talk. I know. But I'm trying to be sensitive to you because you're trying to reach out to me and I'm saying, no, that's not going to work, you know. So it's... (laughs) Not... not We were a little snippy at some points, but, you know, that's to be expected. I I didn't really feel that way at all. I felt like you were extremely patient. Well, the other thing I, I... picked up on, and this is really, I think, more for people who are in long-term caregiving situations, but you really don't need to try to do it all. Um, I had, you know, tons of emails and texts from people saying, you know, can we bring y'all dinner? Can we, you know, run an errand for you? Can mm-hmm. we whatever? And frankly, I, di- I just didn't need that help because it was a pretty short-term situation. And we had just, I'd just been to the store. So the fridge was stocked and there really right. wasn't anything I needed help with. Mm-hmm. But if I had, I wouldn't have thought twice about asking somebody to drop off food or whatever, because people want to help. That's right. and, and people don't offer to help if they don't really want to help. And so I, I've learned to take it, take people up on helping. Absolutely. It's you a know, great thing. To whatever people, that looks like. Let people help. And then the other thing, you know, I kind of picked up on, and this I think goes back to more of a long-term thing, but you really do as a caregiver have to take care of yourself. And, you know, we were telling someone mm. that on by Sunday morning, it was me dropping you off at the emergency room. <laughs> right. And at first I'm like, you man, to teach our married that life class. sounds so awful. I pull up to the curb and drop you off, you know. That's all I needed. But the truth is, I hadn't slept either, and I had to go teach a class while I knew you were going to be on morphine anyway and out of it. A class so, that we usually teach together. Exactly. So. And so, um, you know, there was was a mo- there was a moment where we had to decide, okay, is it better for me to sit with you at the ER while you're mm-hmm. on a morphine drip, or is it better for me to run home and get two hours of sleep right. so I can be okay to finish this day out, you know? Yeah. And you have to do that. So whether it's getting enough rest, eating right, drinking lots of water, or whatever that looks like, mm-hmm. you're not going to be any good to the person you're helping if you're not taking care of yourself. And that's a really hard thing to, to focus on sometimes. Well, all I needed was a ride to the hospital. That's all <laughs> I needed. I was already in the system. They already <laughs> recognize me in my blue robe and yeah Brett and Kelly the marriage educators I'm dropping you off at the ER <laughs> no 
Well, the reason why I wanted to call this episode date night at the hospital was, you know, once they finally said, okay, we're going to admit you to the hospital and we're going to do this procedure. We're going to, you know, and I said, they, you know, they asked me, how do you feel about that? And I said, well, I'll put it this way. I'm not leaving the hospital until that, it's out. Until it's out, exactly. <laughs> had had enough. But uh, but then they put us in a hospital room, and, and uh, it was a very nice, nice room. Nice room. Yeah, it was great. And, it's uh, like a sterilized hotel room. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Very <laughs> sterilized. <laughs> um, but, you know, and that night was just a real nice little yeah, um, I was on, you know, an yeah, IV, you were, plenty had of pain, some relief. plenty of pain drugs pumping into me and so forth. So I was not hurting in any way, mm-hmm. and it was just great for you and I to just spend some time relaxing and reading. And yeah, it it, it was a great date. You know, it <laughs> wouldn't sound like date a, night at the hospital. Exactly, it wouldn't sound like a hot date for most people, but for you and I, after what we had been through the previous five days, yeah, it was really pain medicine is a marvelous thing yeah so there's another there's another snapshot you know that i'm talking about we've talked before for instance about anticipating different stages of life and and kind of going into those stages with the best attitude and saying we're going to enjoy all that this stage of life has to offer Mm -hmm. well that's how i felt that night Mm -hmm. you know we're just like hey we've got this nice little Set up in the hospital room, and we're going to mm-hmm. make the most of it. And yeah. it was, it's something I'll never forget. Aww. You know, it was a really, felt like it was a real gift from God to certainly have the prospect of relief coming right. from the surgery, but also to have my wife there, with, you know, just, just to enjoy a moment like that together. So, Aww. Well, the last thing I kind of picked up just during the whole journey was that as a caregiver, it really it really isn't about you it, because you can start to and I, and I picked up this not so much when I was caring for you but uh, about a year and a half ago I was caring for my mom when she had major heart surgery That's right. and that was a very intense mm-hmm. you know few weeks or whatever and um, I, I recognized a couple of days into it that I was performing as a kid trying to please her parent mm-hmm. and I realized I was getting frustrated because I was thinking oh I really want to I want to do this well I want to be a good caretaker because I you know you want to please your parents or whatever and once I realized I was doing that too much for that reason right. and thought I'm just going to lean into just caring for her whether I do it perfectly or not and just I actually began to enjoy the process of right. caring for someone. It's actually a privilege to it be able to do is. that for somebody yeah, it's that a you real love. honor to do that for someone but not when your motives are off a little right. bit, you know. No, that's a great point. Yeah. Well, good deal. Well, hopefully uh, you can understand why we wanted to bring this to you today. So <laughs> if you'd like to contact us, uh, you can find us at marriagetothemax.org. You can also check out homeencouragement.org, or you can email us at thehursts, uh, that's H-U-R-S-T-S, at homeencouragement.org. Also, please uh, follow us on Facebook and Twitter. And uh, if you happen to subscribe to us on iTunes, which we're now up on iTunes, uh, it would be great if you would rate this podcast, maybe even write a review. This will help us uh, build our audience so that we can encourage even more couples. Well, until next time, remember, healthy marriage, and I mean healthy, (laughs) healthy world. God bless y'all.